You have much to offer. So don't hold it back. Don't hold back on letting us be able to experience what you've got to bring because the world needs smarter humans making smarter decisions and knowing that you are going to add value to the human race, not take away. Now is the time. You're invited to join us, a movement of leaders who are willing to step into a new approach to leadership across the global landscape. This is as simple as humanity being just you and I, and stakeholders being the value you place on each decision to add or take away from humanity going forward. Hold a minute. Stay with us. We know people like you want to play at a different scale, and these conversations help create the opportunity for you to take this up a notch, or two, or a whole lot more. With a curiosity, let's dig deeper, behind the scenes to see the why, the what, the where, the who, and the when. From other smart humans who make smart decisions and innovate smart, sustainable solutions to narrow the gap from problem to solution, learn in today's conversation how you can begin to do this. Come, join us. Wow, hello, and I am so excited today to be having a conversation with you on the Global Human Intelligence Podcast. For those that who have been like following the podcast for a while now, I want to thank you. I want to thank you for the time that you're taking to listen to the conversation. I would love to know what you're getting from it. We know we have hit over the 40,000 downloads on here. And so we know there's listeners out there. We're wondering what you're getting, what you're looking for, what you would love more of. Or is there something that we're missing in in the conversations? Or is there someone you'd love me to connect with and you'd love me to have a conversation with them and, and you think that would be a phenomenal conversation? So make sure you reach out to us either at the 1%movement.com. We are always there. We are ready to hear from you and are excited. Uh, or just find me on social media anywhere. Anyway, I just wanted to make sure that you know about that because I think, you know, it's been such a roller coaster over the last few years. And the thing that I love in my weekly sort of schedule is being able to have this conversation with you on this podcast. So I'm even more excited to be able to have this one today. I think, you know, over the last little while, we've talked about many little different things that I see and I hear. And, you know, make sure if you haven't caught up with some of the podcasts that you go back and check on them because there is gold. And even some of the conversations, it's quite hilarious really, is that I've had these conversations quite a while back. And so, uh, and when I mean a while back, there's a couple that are coming on if they haven't come on already. I think they have, uh, but there's definitely some like like the Steve Felice one. I know that's been on. And I did that years ago, years ago when I was traveling the world and we were nomadic as a family. And what is funny about a lot of what we were talking about then is if it isn't still relevant, it's even more relevant. Does that make sense? Like it's, it's totally relevant still, but it's even more relevant in today's world and what's happening. And I think that there's just gold in the conversations that I continue to have with just awesome humans. And, you know, it's funny because I could just have you know, like interview style and, you know, find out more who they are, what they're doing, why they're doing that. But I feel like there's enough of that kind of conversation going on right now. And, you know, when we're having this uh, conversation on the Global Human Intelligence podcast, my whole goal around it is for us to dig deeper, to find out more, to see how they're thinking, what they've done to get to where they are, but what are they thinking as they're going forward. And I think that the good thing about that is it gives us insights, not just today, not just now, 
but insights to maybe what we don't do in going forward and then insights of what maybe are good things that if we did that, what could that look like? And I think that's kind of exciting and I definitely are loving, you know, a lot of the differences in my work around pioneering, innovating, and future thinking. I I don't think that we should be doing one or the other. I do think it's a combination. I do think that, you know, we've got to think more in the future, but we've also got to think very much in the now. And I know, I know I did a podcast on that and I went really deep about that. So here's the thing that I do want to really talk about today. And it's something that uh, if you listen to the previous podcast with uh, Claudia on it, oh my goodness, what a legend she is. And it's such a privilege because I don't, you know, I've not known her. I just knew of her and I had the privilege of going to her conference, which is a huge conference that she used to put on every year in New York City. And have phenomenal who I heard on her stage was just incredible speakers and you know it blew me away that she got together so many smart people with very very different thinking and was able to run this amazing conference around it and it's called the she conference and uh well it was at the time I'm not sure I think it's still that but anyway and you know, she meaning he and she, like it's kind of cool. And a lot of it around different thinking, gender equality, you know, equity conversations, uh, policy conversations, political thinking conversations, uh, lots of different rabbit holes leadership can and need to go down and I always I was fascinated when I was there listening to her in the way that she kind of had the flow of the conference and her very very professional but very casual way and you know it fascinated me that such a a beautiful woman and the relationships and the this the platform that she had created and how much it was giving voice to to so many different things and uh, it fascinated me so I was really excited when she said yeah hey I'd love to be on your podcast so make sure if you haven't heard that one that's the previous one and you know we had a great conversation it was amazing and there were some things that I think are really good to pull out from that. And one of those is this. And, uh, you know, it was around dreaming. And I think that's something that she does very, very well is that she dreams about what is possible and then she puts action steps towards making that a reality. But she can dream and think of things that maybe are not necessarily, and I think this is interesting in the pioneering world and something that we need to really think, how do you do this? What does this look like for you? And that is when you dream a big dream, and I wonder even with the word big, right, how big is it? Is it really as big as you think it is? So I've, t- I've said this before, but I'll say it again because I think it's a really important point to, to press on right now, and that is... I remember when I thought I was kind of going crazy because I was thinking of a way in which I could run an organization and it felt so, anytime I talk to people, you should see the faces they'd give me. They'd like, what is Kerry Murray on? Like, is she on something? Like, why does she think this could work? Or what is she talking about? Like, she should just focus on one of those things. And I remember that being quite a thing. And it wasn't until I got to meet with Richard Branson on Necker Island the very first time. And, uh, you know, I, I literally, and I, I talk about this, I've talked about this quite a few times, but um, it's, I, I, I'm embarrassed that's why I'm hesitating because I literally was embarrassed in how I said what I did or I'm thinking of doing or, you know, my 
it kind of just all spewed out of my head, to be honest. Like, let's get real. And I'm impressed that he didn't run away and go, what is that check on? Like, seriously. And he would have been in his rights to be able to do that. But instead, he didn't do that. And in fact, he, he sought me out and he came up to me and he just, he, he, he and I had this like real fun thing going on. And he just came up out of the bushes, looked me in the eyes and punched me on the arm and said, you. And he did it again. He punched me on the arm and he, and he looked me in the eye and he said, you are extraordinary. And then he walked away. And that moment was pivotal. Why was it pivotal? Because until then, when people had heard me of what I was thinking, of what I was wanting to do, they would think I was kind of crazy or pull faces at me or go, hey, like, like let's, let's take some steps back. Let's just think about this a little bit more. And I found in that moment that someone that plays so big, And, you know, if you listen to any of his books around taking risks, who knows how to take risk? And that risk has actually meant life or death in many cases. And he's thought he was going to die in that moment. But it's so interesting listening to him around that. And I think that this is an important piece, is that someone like that could see what I was trying to say was actually awesome and to go for it and like wasn't saying you shouldn't think like that or oh why are you thinking like that in fact he saw me and he goes you are extraordinary and those words changed my life because I felt like someone who plays so big saw me understood me and thought you're not crazy. And then there was that next piece of that story where I asked him a question, and I know I've said this on the podcast before, but I'm going to say it again. And the question was this, uh, you must have lots of decisions and and lots of companies, businesses uh, to choose from. How do you make that choice? Like, how do you know which one to choose? And he didn't even hesitate. He just goes, Karen Marie, I don't go, which one should I choose? He goes, who in my world do I know that could do that piece, that piece, that piece? Those two things, the extraordinary and who do I know in my world that does that piece, that piece, that piece, has changed everything that I do and gone, I'm not even thinking big enough. So that's what I want to kind of, want to kind of, so bad English. Anyway, I want to. And I kind of are excited about this piece today that I want to challenge you. Are you dreaming big enough? I think that it's really easy when you go through challenges, when you go through a time of turmoil, chaos, that you actually start lessening that dream. And I want you to think for a moment, if you gave yourself just even five minutes right now and you stopped this and put it on pause and you stopped for five minutes and in that five minutes, you just gave yourself space to dream, to vision what it would look like if everything was the way you wanted it to be or if you were able to do the things you wanted to do or be that person that you want to be. Have you been thinking about that lately? Or have you kind of slipped it under the carpet and gone, I'll bring that out later. Just too busy now. Just too much going on. Uh, you know, that's that's for later growth. It's not for now. And gone, no, I can't do that. I want to I wanna challenge you today. I want you to start thinking about the bigger vision. If there's one thing I've learned through challenges, through tough times, through uh, having to push beyond my now, is that it's my dream that has kept me going. It is the bigger vision. And the skill that I am so grateful for, but I've worked really hard to nurture, is the capacity for me to keep a big dream for a long time. Can you do that? Are you able to grow your dream, expand your thinking, and really start getting excited 
about a bigger picture that's like, and I'm talking what, 10, 20, 30, 40, 50 years time. I know it sounds ridiculous sometimes, but it's actually really kind of cool when you can dream that far ahead and it's got lots of pieces to it because that's so far from where you are now, right? So it has to be so big. But it's amazing as it starts unfolding over the years. And that's what I'm grateful for. I'm grateful for that because in times when I've had to evolve and I've not wanted to evolve, I've just gone through a space of that. There was a lot of challenge for me to go back into working more one-on-one with people working with very small groups of people and going back to a lot more of the consulting side of me. And it would have been easy at one point just to fall back to that. But I have to tell you, the thing that pulled me from defaulting back to that and thinking it was okay to do that was the fact that my dream is so much bigger than that now. And I found if I was to default back to that, I was actually going to be stopping some of the growth of moving forward into the bigger dream. And although it's tough for some of that bigger dream right now, and why is it tough? Like, let me just, you know, break that down a little. If you think about what's happening across the world at the moment, there is a lot of leaders at the moment who – at one point, we're really excited to do much more collaborative work, build out partnerships, build out, uh, you know, groups where they were really willing to start looking at some of the bigger problems and go, how could we as a collective start figuring out what that solution is? And we were starting to have some amazing conversations and getting things happening. And then this whole thing called a pandemic hit the world. And, uh, you know, at first it meant that everyone went into back into just going, how do I make sure we're doing okay? You know, you as in yourself, your own community, your own little sphere of influence of whatever that is, right? And and now it's not terrible. And there are times when you need to do that. My concern is that this time is spreading and people are staying and doing that now and wanting more of that. And where there was movement to actually do lots more collaborative work, things like borders have stopped people. And, you know, for me, my Americans, where are you? I know you want to do face-to-face and, and it's hard for you when someone's on the other side of the world. But one of the things I hope that you've learned is that maybe even hybrid is a good concept. And that means maybe there's a piece of face-to-face, but there's definitely there's definitely room for for some of this to be maybe not face-to-face anymore, maybe online and there's some in the room doing it as well. How could you do that and how would that, you know, create the opportunity for you to spread out and do more across the globe? I think actually there's a lot to be said around that and for that. So, you know, uh, but in saying that, and there is a but, not an and, A lot of my friends, a lot of my colleagues, a lot of my beautiful uh, clients have gone back into just working on as an individual in your own sphere of influence. Do I think that's a bad thing? No. Do I think there's a time for it? Yes. Do I think that people can stay in that moment too long? Absolutely. And I, that's my fear right now. So, Here's the thing that I want to challenge you again with is although you may need to and you may be going through a season of that, are you stretching that season out to further to what it doesn't actually need to be or look like? Maybe it's time to start, you know, dreaming that bigger vision right now and going, who in my world can I do to do that point? 
bring in to do that piece. I think that many of you would move much faster in what you're doing if you learned the power of collaboration. So where these dreams often feel so big and you go, am I just crazy thinking of this dream? Those dreams are not crazy. Your thinking is not crazy. It's just if you were to do it all yourself, you'd probably have burnout you it would be a drain on your resources that you have now and you may lose the love and the passion that you have for it because it'll all just be too hard work right so there is this need right now for you to start thinking who can you collaborate with who can you partner with who can you do this journey and I think you know one of the things that has come out very strong with this season in life is the fact that uh, we're not meant to do things alone there's things that this space where it's actually really healthy to have time on your own and love your own company and do that. But as for running a, an organization, a business, a company, a movement, no, doing it on your own is not going to be helpful and is definitely not going to be beneficial for you at getting it the most effectively done, right? Or at this capacity of speed that maybe it needs to be executed, all right? So think about that as you continue to dream or think about doing, you know, like a a bigger vision. Stop thinking about it knowing what you have now. Start thinking of it through the lens of, Okay, if I was to bring someone else in to do this piece, who could that be? What could that look like? And how would that change the results that you bring to the table right now? And I think that what's exciting about that is that then you can dream. And I want you to just know that when you hold a dream, which I do and I continue to do a lot for a long, long period of time. You know, I've said this before that I've had dreams that are only coming, you know, true now and they're like 30 years old. It's crazy. And sometimes I think I'm just so crazy. But I I love watching it as it starts unfolding now because – I haven't dropped those dreams and I'm seeing them come to pass because I believed in them and I've never doubted that that will be a truth one day. And, you know, that kind of gets me excited for dreaming now because although it seems could seem really impossible right now for some of those things, I know I've done it in the past because I'm doing some of those 20 plus 30 year dreams now. So, That kind of excites me if I start thinking, oh, I think this is part of my bigger dream for this. And and that motivates me. It really, truly does motivate me to keep wanting to shift the dial forward. And I think anything that's going to pull you forward, anything that's going to excite you when those times get tough, when the challenges are around, it's it's those drivers that will keep you moving forward. All right. There's definitely a um, podcast that I did and I talked about pillars and drivers. So if you want to go into deeper thinking around all of this, there's a real um, deep, deep insight one in in this podcast. So dream. If you were to dream, if you were to just stop this now, what would that dream look like? What are some of the things that... Now that you know that bigger dream of what that looks like, what are some of the things that maybe you need to let go of right now? Because it's just holding you back from taking that leap of faith. Or what are the things that the people who you're hanging out with right now, that they're not helpful to go forward with you? A slight disruption to the conversation. I have a question for you. Are you even a little curious to see how you can use your platform to change the conversation? To maybe design solution pathways where you have certainty and afford movement? Or truly, do you want to increase your economic and cultural impact? 
awesome human. If you want to lead, to pioneer a new approach, to role model what is possible and to leave sustainable footprints for the generations to come, then I would love for you to reach out to me and the team to see if we're the right fit to make this a reality for you. And if we're not, no hard feelings, as I know many awesome humans who may be the right one. Okay, I've included three ways in the show notes where you can begin a pathway with us on a journey to your next level. One, a strategy analysis. Two, the next growth incubator cycle. Three, a potential investment partnership. As founder and CEO of Decision Velocity Global, I'm all about building a sustainable, scalable growth ecosystem where humanity, like you, are stakeholders to design cutting-edge solution pathways and to narrow the gap from problem to solution. I want you to come on this journey with me and others and not to be left behind. There is a seat at the table for you. Okay, let's get back to the conversation. Okay, so like the importance of that bigger dream really sets the pace, I think, to what is possible next, to what you look forward to, to opportunities that it starts opening up for. So make it the best dream that you possibly can. And I think one of the things that is beautiful about children and the younger generation is that that many dream, and I think what has happened over this last little while with the challenges that have hit our society, that it's been harder for young people to want to dream or to even believe that a dream could come And I just want to say to you, dreams can come true and, you know, like the model that like and and Claudia said this in her thing about models shaping characteristic, 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 oh, oh, my goodness, your character. Right. And I think that's an interesting concept because I think that who we are, what we're about and can be the other way around too, creates the model that we we desire or want. And that model can be whatever it is that you're trying to build out, right? And then in the same way, what model you use will also determine what that looks like as you continue to to go forward. And I think what if you could, and, and, you know, I teach about this a lot, but like what if you could dream so big and then build yourself out an ecosystem? What would that have to look like? And an ecosystem is all the pieces within that ecosystem, that system that brings flow to give you that outcome. So think about it as your personal, your professional, your physical, your emotional, uh, you know, like the intelligence side of you. And I believe also the spiritual side. In other words, the purpose in which you are here for and what that is. And I believe every one of us has a reason we're here. Every one of us was designed in a beautiful way that only you can bring you. And so be careful how you build that out. Like, and that's why I talk about ecosystems because I think the old approach is very much around the, the old business model, you know, like you build a business out or, or corporate, you, you have a job and you are in corporate and climb the ladder or you're a domestic homemaker and that's someone that works in the, on the home front or the domestic. And then you finally get to you and there's no time left because it's all taken up by everything else. And when you compartmentalize and do it individually, as these little individual sort of silos, that's what happens, silos. And there's no strategic, there's no flow throughout your whole ecosystem. So I think we have to sort of go right up and dream big and then go, what are those pieces that we need to make that happen? So how fit, healthy, and physically, mentally, 
Like, what are the smarts I need to have to be able to make my dreams come true? So imagine if you ask that question yourself. What are the, what do I need to, like, if I'm to, am I that, you know, with the bigger vision? Is it, and maybe it's just that you want to be under the palm tree sipping a pina colada 24-7. And maybe that is. And so you probably don't need too much of a physical capacity, right, to keep going. But you might want to have the body that can sit under the palm tree by the pool sipping that pina colada. And if so, then you will need to go, what do I need to do and put in place so that I have that body to be able to have the capacity to do what I want it to do? And maybe it's actually because you're sitting there sipping your pina colada under a palm tree that the only reason you've been able to do that is because you've got a company that is leveraged and systemized and that things are happening beautifully without you and it's the only reason you get to sit there what would you need to do for your company to have the right people in place the right systems in place progress happening know exactly where the growth of it is for you where you want to go and ensure that that's going to happen uh and i think that that's kind of the fun piece is that we don't look at it just through the lens of, okay, we just got to build out a business. No, you need to build out streams of sources of economy coming through so that it can help, if you need extra help to support your physical, then that's not an issue. Or you want to invest in something else you've got the access to that or uh you know you want to put into your kids school funds for later and you've got the resources to be able to do that so i think it would definitely take off stress if we were looking at you as a whole as an ecosystem uh rather than you know like individual pieces and I think that that's where the big vision comes into play because you can envision anything and everything and play as big as you want and then it's just putting in the pieces and making sure you've got flow so that that vision isn't just a dream a pipe dream it's a reality and I know that's kind of weird thinking but I, I do believe that it is part of what is needed for the new approach going forward and I think more of you can feel very certain that you could dream a, and play a bigger level knowing that it's not waiting for one piece to f get right before you can move to the next because I think that's what we've done a lot in the old sort of approach to it is we've gone, okay, I'm just going to, and it, and it goes back to the greatest example being, uh, you know, the, the thing I hear the most, oh, I'm just going to build my business, I'm going to build my company, and then we're going to bring some impact and do the impact work. And I'm like, no, it's not one or the other. It's part of your ecosystem because here's the thing. Every time you make a decision in business, every time you're making a decision to go and use what you use at the supermarket, every time you choose to show up or not show up is having an impact on someone, something, or somebody somewhere. And uh, so it's not one or the other. And I think the quicker we can realize that we're not, we're not, not us when we turn up in our workplace. What do I mean by that? Okay, so like if I'm feeling, you know, under the weather, if I'm feeling, you know, not worthy, not confident, lack of in my personal life because I've put weight on and I'm what? Feeling less adequate because I'm, I've got no energy and I'm dragging myself around. That is going to have a major effect on my workplace, how I turn up there, 
how I feel when I walk in the room and I've got to navigate a really tricky conversation. Yeah. So I think that when you are working on all of those areas, it's helping just like a car has an engine. If there's something that isn't working right, it puts pressure on other things and other things fall apart. We are the same. If we are not focusing in not just on our bottom dollar, on our bottom line, right, We and making sure that's all happening, then and other things are falling apart like your own personal life or you just physically haven't been able to, you know, have the energy you need to keep going or there's just no time to spend time with your family or your kids and because you're so busy trying to get the next level happening in your business. Something is going to break and it always does. Uh, so I just think we have such a capacity in our brain to be able to do so much more if you're willing to play with it, if you're willing to to give it the space. And I think going back to Claudia's um, conversation is that I loved when she said, you know, I've got 44 years of life at least left. What can I do with this? Discover and design. And I think, you know, whether you've got, 10 years, whether you've got 50 years, whether you've got 100 years ahead of you, what are you going to do with that? What are you going to design out? What are you happy to design out and get excited about? And how are you going to do that? And I think, you know, we, we hear a lot about hacking and biohacking and all sorts of things. And I wonder, there's a side of me that wonders doing all of that is that making it a healthier place for humans to live? And I think, yes, it's it's helping humans to live better and more effectively physically. But are we neglecting the fact that maybe we're not, we're living for ourselves more now? Are we neglecting the fact that some of these things make us more selfish more now than ever. And, you know, it's that favorite old conversation of what if you are like, oh, I can't, you don't want to earn more money. What about the rich people? They're the ones that, you know, are so selfish and they're not doing this. And they're like, they have all these cars. And sure, there's many that are very high consumers, but don't put everyone in that thing. And I think the most powerful thing you can do is keep building up your access to resources, tools, and economic space. Why? Because, you know, those that, and research is so strong on this, those that are, have not had access to education, have not had access to, to living environments or some of the privileges that some other people have had that they are not necessarily going to be able to, by the way, it doesn't say that they're not going to, but the, the numbers show that when you've got access to this, that means you've actually got the opportunity to do so much more. And I think that's not a bad thing, not just for you. And what if you had the access to that and then we're able to give that to other people. I think, you know, the most painful thing for me is when I see a need and I don't have the resources right now or the tools or the strategies to be able to help that person. And that's important to me because, you know, one of the things that Claudia said was it's so good to go back to human conversation. And I think that's what we've got to do, right, is go back to that conversation where we're thinking if we think through the lens of humanity as stakeholders, meaning that is this decision you or I am making at the table going to add value to the human race or to the humans that you're dealing with right now or to the team? 
the clients, the customers that you deal with on a daily basis? Is this going to add value to them? Am I thinking about them, not just myself? Am I thinking about the bigger vision, not just what I need right now? And if we were to use that as a lens in the way that we show up and build out these ecosystems, would that be different? And I think, you know, when you look through and go, hey, I've only got 30 years left in me, what would you do to make those the best 30 years ever? And uh, I don't know. My, you know, I definitely have thought about this in my own life a lot in the last little while. And I think of it because there's been times and seasons where I've let my weaknesses stop me from progressing forward. And, you know, it's from things like perfectionism. And I didn't want to make mistakes. And so unless I got it perfect, unless it looked absolutely 100% right, I didn't want to move on it. Why? Because I didn't want to you know, upset anyone else. I didn't want to make a mistake. And I thought it was better just not to put it out if I couldn't give it to you in perfect 100% delivery. And boy, did that hold me back so much, right? And I think that when you look at perspective of, say, 30 years left, you go, I don't have time to be this person that is messed up with perfectionism and OCD over it because I'll still be trying to get it right in 30 years on some of the projects if I have this mentality. What is it that you need to look at right now? What is it if you weren't trying to get it so perfect and that you just needed to get it out? What could you do this week? Who who would you have a conversation with? What partnership would you open up? What would be the opportunity that would present itself if you didn't let something like perfectionism hold you back? And maybe it's not perfectionism for you. Maybe it's something like uh, fear of making or failing at all, making mistakes or failing. Maybe that's what it is. Or maybe it's, I'm shy. I just don't like to, to make new friendships or networks that's just too scary what if you were to do one or two what if you were to push beyond that and that was no longer an excuse or a limitation that holds you back and I think that's what something like a 30-year perspective can do to you is go I've only got 30 years I can't let this fear of failure keep holding my decisions back or I'm going to look back at 30 years and go I wish I could have if only I had of, oh my goodness, like looking back on your life going, my regrets is, oh, that is so painful even for me to say that. And I go, I just don't want any regrets. I don't want to, I want to know that every single day I live today the best that I humanly possibly could have. And that has changed my whole life when I do things like that. So dream big. But create a ecosystem that is designing out for you not to have friction but have flow. And I always talk about effortless flow. I think that's really important. And remember to go back to the human conversation, right? That is this adding to the human race or the decisions that I'm making actually, you know, adding to the problem that we're seeing or the problems that we're seeing. So I think this is really important. And I know as I've continued to evolve, like I said earlier on in this conversation, that although it's been tricky at stages and I've pushed back even to my next evolution of what that could look like, I've had to learn to go, I think I need to keep growing my dreams. I need to keep those dreams alive And what do I need to listen to to make sure that I am keeping those dreams alive? Or do I need to expand on that dream? And 
what do I need to listen to? Who do I need to listen to? What could I, how can I be more inspired to, to dream a bigger dream on that piece? And, you know, all of that, like I said, builds hope, not just for now, but builds hope for the future and helps you to build out the now. And I think that's the piece that I hope you get from this conversation. We are smart humans given half the opportunity to sort of biohack into our smartness. And what I mean by that is I think there's a few things that have held humanity back, right, in this last little while. One of them is that there's centralized systems, processes, and thinkings that have become everybody's systems processes and thinkings and from that has come a lot of biases and conditionings and I think that for the new approach to happen we have to figure out how can we eliminate the biases that go when we're making decisions at the table and we need to figure out how do we get rid of the conditioning that is not beneficial for the human race going forward and is not going to leave behind beautiful footsteps and prints for the generations to come, right? And it's not going to build out sustainable solutions, which are only going to be the way we can narrow that gap from problem to solution. So I know that's deep. I know that's full on, but I truly believe it. And I think the other thing, that is really important is we have to stop just thinking that we're going to do it the old way and that the old way is the only way. And I think that this is tricky at times when you're so used to doing it a certain way. So be willing to maybe break out of what you've done always. Maybe be willing to put yourself into situations where you may be having to learn a new skill or needing to take a little risk or being challenged because I think now more than ever is the time that needs to happen things like pioneering. I think we've told a lot of stories of amazing pioneers in the past And it's time to now write the stories of the many pioneers that I believe are still in amongst us. Now, here's a little disclaimer I would put on that. If you want the easy road, then pioneering isn't for you. If you want the road that has been trodden by other people and there's a set plan and a perfect pathway forward, then pioneering's not for you. And then I think that, I think more than ever, there's a freedom to now clean the slate and go, what could be innovated? What could be dreamed about that needs to be innovated, not for just now, but for the, the generations to come? And that's kind of exciting. Anyone that likes a little opportunity to, you know, think beyond, to push beyond, innovation's exciting. And it doesn't mean that you get it all right. It means you get to innovate as you continue that journey. And I think if more of you are willing to innovate and to go, this isn't a crazy idea. This is just an idea that I think could work to narrow that problem from problem to solution, then innovator, innovate your heart out, but create the space so that you can innovate. And those that are cutting edge, that are actually not just adding to the noise, but are staying above the noise and really pioneering and innovating new things at the table, For you to stay cutting edge, you need to stay true to a bigger vision that others haven't seen yet. Others may not even be able to hold that vision with you. And you just need to get excited and keep filling that bucket of dreams up with what it needs to keep that dream alive.
So I know this has kind of been a little different today, but I felt really strongly on it. I've been reading a lot of books about smart entrepreneurs that have built, you know, multi, multi million dollar companies or billionaires. And, you know, what has been outstanding in all of it is their capacity to dream their capacity to hold a dream and the resilience when others have very much not supported them or haven't even understood them or they didn't believe it could be true and then they've soldiered on, kept true to their dream kept true to the bigger picture and it is those moments that I go if someone else has been able to do that then I need to be able to do what I'm meant to do and I can't wait for others around me to be able to do that too so what is that that you need to do today what is that that you need to start putting into action what is it that would make it, you know, actually become a reality. I'm excited to hear some of those stories. So, you know, make sure even in the podcast that you put in the review what you're getting from this podcast, what you're loving, what, you know, we started that at the beginning. What are you loving? What is it that you've learned? What what are you excited about learning more about? And how has this helped you? Or, you know, you've put out something into play and you've you've done that and because of that you're now getting a different result. That's what I want to hear. So make sure you put it in the reviews wherever this podcast is you know listen to across all of the different platforms because you know when I know that there's others who are willing to play big and willing to innovate willing to pioneer a new thing I get I get excited because I think that's the hope that's the hope we all need to hear right now and uh, kudos to you if you're one of those people All right, I'm going to finish up now, but it's always a privilege to honestly be able to have a platform where I get to have a voice and I don't take that lightly. So thank you again for listening and make sure you share this. If it's been helpful for you, it may be something someone else needed to hear today as well. And remember, like sometimes even when you can't see it, Surround yourself with people. Just like uh, Richard Branson said to me, you, you are extraordinary. Just know you are extraordinary too and you have much to offer. So don't hold it back and don't, don't hold back on letting us be able to experience what you've got to bring because the world needs smarter humans making smarter decisions and knowing that you are going to add value to the human race not take away all right see you next time amazing droplets of wisdom for you from today's episode make sure you subscribe leave awesome ratings and reviews our hope is that this product creates a new awareness activates ownership to what is next and a curiosity for the need to be a part of the change to make footsteps of sustainability from today onwards. If you want to further your journey with us, join us at our next Global Human Intelligence Forum or apply to our next Leaders Movement Parlay. Both links are in the show notes. We appreciate you. Help us to build a tribe and make humanity as stakeholders. To achieve this together, recommend this podcast to leaders, innovators, pioneers, future thinkers and movement changers. Big love. See you on the next Global Human Intelligence Podcast.